We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, I'm. Thanks so much for joining us and taking the time. Uh, really impressed with Trevor, the man that he was, the story that you told about him. It does feel like this could be a great fit for many years to come. Yeah, and I, I just want to thank you for having me, but just want to reassure our listeners that the can I just cracked open is a cold brew coffee and not <laughs> yeah. an IPA. It is that kind of day. Um, but, yeah. No, reason it, to celebrate. <laughs> Definitely reason to celebrate. Uh, in, in all seriousness, yeah, we are we are so pumped to, to add Trevor's uh, story to the Red Sox, to so welcome him, his wife, Mally, to the organization. Um, great people. Uh, he's an outstanding player, and we think he's going to fit right in. And certainly an all-out blitz to keep him, huh, with many involved, or to get him here. Yeah, that was one of the cool things about this was uh, it just shows you, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our folks uh, in the clubhouse are players, uh, how much they want to win when they uh, there's blood in the water and they sunk <laughs> their teeth in when they thought we had a chance to, to get him over here and, and show him the love you need to show him to, to make him feel at home here. Nate Evaldi's first pitch of the game is in there for a call strike to Byron Buxton. 87 degrees at game time on a Sunday, but again, a very windy afternoon here at JetBlue with the undefeated Red Sox seeking their seventh straight win. Here's the 0-1, is fouled to the backstop out of play. Six and 0. <laughs> we know it's spring training, but uh, may never lose a game. Well, we probably are going to lose one or two, Joe, at some point. <laughs> Somewhere along the way. A little hyperbole never hurts. Um, but, no, you want to win every time you play. Um, also want to save as many of these as possible for when they count, but exactly. we'll take it. Anytime we're on the field, we want to win. Ooh. 0-2 is inside, and did it nick him? It did. It did, so maybe around the hand. Hi, I was uh, taken aback by the fact that Alex Cora talked to Trevor Story as far back as the month of November. I never want to play poker with you because this thing's been going for months and months. I know the lockout paused it. Can you tell us? when it started, and what it was at first that led you to believe this is the guy that we want to make this investment in. Yeah, you know, I never like to go too deep into into this stuff. Just I think, you know, it's personal, obviously, to the player, and what they want to tell is obviously on, up to them. But what I will say, anytime you're interested in a free agent, it doesn't matter if it's going to be a six-year deal or a one-year deal. It helps that they know early. Uh, even if things aren't going to move early, you want people to know who's interested and what their options might be. Uh, so we did do that, uh, you know, without, again, without going into too much detail. It didn't, we didn't have uh, any advanced talks before the lockout. But, uh, you know, we did want to touch base and, and make sure uh, Trevor saw uh, what we saw in terms of the potential fit here. Uh, and we actually, even before talking to him, we had identified uh, him as uh, a really good fit. And if we were going to look at what we expected to be the top of the free agent market this year, that we kind of had a circle around him that, 
that he could be the right guy, uh, just in terms of the player and the fit, uh, the way it might line up, the athlete, uh, the things he brings in every aspect of the game. Uh, just thought he, he could really fit what we're what we're building. Yes, indeed. One and two, the count to Polanco with Buxton at first and nobody out in the top of the first. He's going to play second base. It's a new position. He has played anywhere but shortstop in the big leagues. But I understand the Rockies train their middle infielders to play different positions in the low minors, so he does have some experience. Yeah, good for them in that regard. Runner goes. Here's the throw. It's wide, but he tagged him. Oh, what a diving tag by. That was Rafi Devers in the shift. What a play. The throw is to the right side is second, and Buxton maybe the fastest or second fastest guy in the big leagues, and somehow he got the tag on his leg or his ankle. Caught stealing. That was impressive. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Uh, but as I was saying, yeah, good for good for the Rockies for doing that. The you know versatility is great. You know, it's something you never know where that opportunity is going to come in the big leagues. In this case, it's it's going to pay off. What a decade later, almost. Um, and even had he not had that experience, you know, modern baseball obviously you play on both sides of the bag, no matter what infield position for you're now. playing. That's true. Yeah, that may change, right? Um, but uh, he's such a good athlete, and he has such a good head for the game that we didn't have any concerns about his ability to adapt there. Swinging strike three. So Polanco fans, after the 2-5 caught stealing, and of course second base is a little bit different without the contact he used to have in second base on double play. No question. Yeah, that, that is a, a recent change in the game. I think a good change. You, know, you used to have much more worry about putting someone out there without the necessary reps because – uh, there's significant injury risk, and now that injury risk isn't totally off the table, but obviously with the new rules, it, it's much reduced. Two off for Sano, the big hooking first baseman, and first pitch is fouled to the backstop strike. One, the hope is that they'll go four innings today. We talked to him after his first stint, uh, Hyman. He seems uh, prime for opening day. He has a schedule mapped out with three innings of the first, which used to be unusual, but maybe not with a shortened spring. Yeah, he. the one thing with these guys, you know, obviously during the lockout, we couldn't keep tabs on what they were doing. Uh, so this is a little different. It's a little different from the short spring or summer that we had in 2020. And that there, people really couldn't get ramped up here. They could, but they had to do it on their own. And that's not the same as doing it with us. It's not the same as doing it in a real spring training. But someone like Nate, I, the, the shocking thing would have been if he had come in <laughs> not in the state of readiness that he was. Yes, indeed. Two and one, the count to uh, Sano. And I think Trevor's story pretty well uh, put to rest any concerns about his elbow that plagued him last year. Yeah, that obviously before any signing like this, you get a chance to, you know, poke and prod, um, see medicals, do a physical, uh, you know, recognizing obviously it wasn't ideal last year having that injury, then, uh, you know, rushing to come back from it and playing through it. He's tough. He likes to play. Um, you know, we, we – we came out of this feeling really good about where he's at health-wise. 2-2 two, two is foul straight back out of play. Got to love the athleticism, too. I mean, to have a guy who could run, go first to third, maybe steal an occasional base, but just to add to the overall speed factor. Yeah, his, his speed doesn't just play in terms of stolen bases. He runs the bases exceptionally well. And that matters. It doesn't show up in any, in any stat that, that's on the back of a baseball card, but it helps you win ballgames, which is what we care about. Very important indeed, because we go back to the days of the Lead Sox, <laughs> long before you got here. <laughs> I mean, he talked a lot about you, talked a lot about the character piece. Joe and I are the beneficiaries of the group you have, a lot of good guys. Seems like Trevor is a big part of that, and, and it's, it's very noteworthy, I think, that that matters so much to you. 
Yeah, it's really important, especially bringing somebody new into this mix. Call strike three to Sano that retires the side quickly. At the end of the day, like I said, it you know it kind of came down to you know I've been I've been saying you know my my whole career that uh, it's about winning, and I felt that this was the you know a really good fit for me um, to play second this year uh, on this team on the Red Sox, and that's really what it came down to, um, and really just kind of seeing this team and and seeing the, the trend that they're on and, and kind of the players and the, and the makeup of this team, that's really what, what kind of swayed me. Trevor Story, the Red Sox' new second baseman. Heim Bloom is visiting with us here. Kiki Hernandez gets it to lead off the bottom of the first. Twins did not score in the top of the first. His right-hander Josh Winder gets set to deal to Kike. A lot was made of anybody who was in Colorado and had big home numbers uh, going back since really uh, the Rockies came into existence, first at mile high and then at Coors Field. Here's the first pitch, and Kike takes a strike. I know it's 303 on the road as a team bat, uh, individual batting, or 303 at home and 241 on the road, but we were talking to the Rockies people, and uh, it's not just about the ballpark, Heim. It's about the adjustments they have to make because of the altitude and then uh, being in the mountain time zone, known as the forgotten time zone, the only ones in there, and all the adjustments. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of good work on this uh, publicly, and we do our own work too. Uh, but you can look into it, and you know, you, obviously, there's plenty of examples of high-profile, really talented uh, Rockies hitters who have gone elsewhere and hit really well. Um, you know, obviously, guys like Arenado and Lemayhew, and you know, Matt Holliday, guys like that. Uh, but when you look into it, uh, you're right; it's not just uh, what it what it's like to play at that ballpark. It's also the adjustment uh, that those guys tend to underperform on the road while they are Rockies because of how difficult that adjustment is. Ground ball off the glove of the diving third baseman. Shella rolls into left field. So that'll be a hit for Kike. It takes a turn and holds it first base, so the leadoff man is on. Hi, I'm uh, in that answer. We just heard from Trevor's story. He said play second this year. And that stands out to me. Here comes Rafi Bogarts after him. What does the arrival of Trevor Trevor's story mean for the future of these two guys, Xander and Rafi? Yeah, for us, I mean, look, obviously we know the situation with Xander uh, contractually, and that introduces some unknowns, but none, none of this uh, changes what we want, which is for him to be here for a long time. Uh, and we think now we have three guys on the infield, uh, and that's not to sell Bobby short at all, but <laughs> I don't think he's got their resumes yet, um, but three guys on the infield that we're hopeful can wear this uniform for a long time together. There's the pitch to Raffi. Bluffs a bunt and takes that high ball one with a shift on. We'll talk start soon with the both of them. You know, I never answer this question. Never. Um, we try every I, year. I, I always try to matumbo this question, so <laughs> I'm going to do that again. But my answer is basically, you know, you know how we feel about them in terms of wanting them to be here a long time. I just never talk about this stuff uh, unless you get to the point where you're having a press conference about something. Uh, obviously, some players want to talk about it, some don't, and we just try to respect all our players and leave it up to them how they address that, but we're never going to talk about that on their behalf. 2-0 the count to Raffi with Xander on deck. Well, certainly, uh, Xander's recruitment was pivotal in this huh, for what it shows as well as whatever the results were. There's a little looper foul off first. Yeah, he's a winner. Uh, you know, Bogey's a winner. We know that. You've seen it. Um, and he wants to win, 
and he recognizes, as we all did, that, that Trevor can help us win. How about these days? I mean, Haim, yesterday you're trying to do all the arbitration deals while you're figuring out the medicals on Trevor's story. You're playing the waiver wire. You're looking at possible trade acquisitions. What have these two, three weeks been like for you? Uh, they have been pure insanity. Um, <laughs> yeah. On a given moment, I can't tell if I'm having too much coffee or not enough. It's certainly <laughs> not the right amount, whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, but it's really uh, every day feels like two weeks with the amount that gets packed into it in terms of getting reacquainted with all our players, getting spring training up and running. I think, you know, prior to today, I, I'm I'm not sure I had even seen nine total innings of, of Red Sox baseball this spring with everything that's been going on. Um, we really are cramming most of an off season into a few short weeks while spring training is going on. So it's hectic. Uh, fortunately, we have great people, and everybody's working together really well. We had the ability to plan for this, and uh, it's we've been keeping our noses above water. Ball four as Raffi walks on five pitches, so runners at first and second for Xander. They won RBI this spring. Generally speaking, in baseball, have things gone as you anticipated they would after the lockout ended? Uh, there wasn't a real flurry initially, and then some of the big names went, and there's still a lot of players out there, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody knew exactly what to expect because we couldn't talk to each other about what it was going to be. <laughs> but roughly speaking, you know, this is around the pace of action that I think we anticipated. We know there's a lot of different things that have, have to happen in a couple weeks. So they had to happen in some order at some time, but we knew they were all going to be packed into this time period. Xander skies the first pitch in his shallow left center. Jake Cave, the center fielder, moves over in front of the left fielder. It's caught by the left fielder, Larnick, after a brief collision. Everybody seems to be okay, and Xander's out. Hi, you knew when you came to Boston. It's a market that's not like almost any other, and that you would be under the microscope. There would be pressure. There would be things said and written. As you were starting to get down the road with Trevor's story and you heard and read all these things, going through it the first time, what was that like? Was it what you expected, or how did you handle that? Yeah, I mean, you know, the stuff that's out there, uh, I, I love the passion that creates it. That I mean, come on, Fenway last October was amazing. And that's because of the passion that everybody has for this team, and that's part of what fuels uh, all of the, you know, what, what all of the stuff that's written and said. But... You know, it doesn't really affect how we do business. We try to stay focused on uh, what we think is best for the organization, whether it's a small move, whether it's a minor league signing or a waiver claim or a nine-figure contract. Our question is, is it best for the organization? What we're trying to do is field a championship-caliber team every year. Uh, and if a move we think fits into that, uh, looking at the big picture of what we want to do, we're going to pursue it. 1-0 pitch to J.D. Martinez is taken high. One out, two men on. Uh, certainly, uh, you've uh, cornered the market on left-hand relievers right now. You never have enough. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, this was something where, uh, you know, especially knowing that uh, the Josh uh, was a little behind and not knowing exactly where that would go, uh, we thought it, was, it made sense to uh, go try to get a couple of these lefties. 2-0 pitch is in there for a strike. I don't know. I was talking to Christian Vasquez. It brought up uh, Dickman right away and so impressed with what he can do yeah both those two guys that we signed i mean they're very different you know strom obviously coming back from injury and seeing a lot of upside there deke's been doing it for years 
Um, but, you know, both of them we think are going to be really great additions. And, you know, it so happens even even aside from, you know, JT's situation, a lot of our up-and-coming internal depth is right-handed. We don't have that same depth of left-handed relief. So we liked uh, this fit, and uh, there weren't a ton of guys out on the market that truly interested us, so we decided to get aggressive with a couple of the ones that did. How is Chris Sale progressing with the stress fracture of the rib? Well, he's doing better as we go. He's starting to move around a little bit better. Uh, it's going to be slow going. I mean, it's a bone. It has to heal. Uh, that's just there's, there's a couple things you can do to maybe promote that healing, but you really can't shortcut it. Uh, and, you know, where the injury is, obviously, is someone who rotates for a living. It's, it's not, it's not uh, in, in the best spot. So he will get through this, but we are going to have to be patient. 2-2 two, two pitch coming to J.D., Winder delivers and a check swing. You went around. Pitch down and away. Hi, I'm obviously, story adds an unbelievable element to your lineup. You got more depth, more power, more speed. You talked about it. You now have three all-stars on your infield. There are some signs that what Bobby Dahlbeck figured out at the end of last year, and he's shown it again here in spring training, he could be a monster. Are there things that you're seeing from him that maybe signal something of a continuation, if not a breakthrough? Yeah, you hesitate to get too uh, too high on what you see in, in spring training because obviously it's a very different environment. But we saw it in the second half. He was on time. He was on time the last third of the season in ways that he wasn't for the first two thirds. And it's pretty much as simple as that. When you're on time, you see the ball better. He was shorter to the ball. And if, if he makes contact, he does damage. That's taken high ball one. I know Alex was asked about the batting order, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he figures that out because there's so many options, right? Yeah, good, good option, good problem to have. <laughs> they have a lot of good options. Uh, whatever it is, I would not want to go through it as an opponent. Tough lineup to pitch to, and pretty good balance from each side of the plate. 1-0 pitch, and Verdugo grounds it hard into the shift in right field, and the throw to first. My Polanco retires the side. Can you stick around just for a few more moments? For sure. Right. Second inning, no score visiting with Hein Bloom. The Red Sox today announcing the six-year trade, six-year signing of Trevor Story, who plays second base. How does the shortened spring training Heim uh, affect the trade situation and also the cutdowns? Uh, it's got to be unusual. Yeah, it's another instance of kind of everything happening at once. Uh, you, your internal spring training clock gets a little messed up. This feels like it should still be early in camp, and you look at where it is on the calendar uh, relative to opening day, and you're thinking, man, we got we, we better we better kind of winnow this down a little bit. Um, and uh, you know the trades that come along with that, you know, will also need to happen around the league. I, I think it's just been all simultaneous we saw some trades out of the shoot now that we're in a little bit of a lull i think we will see more as we get to the end of camp but there really isn't anything to compare this to strike one to max kepler from nate Valdi, who hit a man but got a caught stealing and two strikeouts pitch is taken low speaking of comparing i mean you were around the rays for so long what was it like to be able to pick up the phone and say this is going to take 140 million dollars and have the answer be go right ahead <laughs> You know, uh, it's different, no question. But, uh, you know, look, I, the one thing that I think both situations have in common is you're just trying to make the most of the situation that you're in. And they are different situations, so it takes different things to do that. Ground ball into the shift, and Sanchez throws out Kepler from shallow right field. 
One down. There's going to be a lot of left-hand hitters very happy with the new rule next year, <laughs> eliminating these shifts. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, again, if different, uh, you know, the, what that means to take full advantage of your circumstances is different for everybody. It's different for 30 teams, and I think the important thing is part of what the ra what makes the race so good and what will help them continue to excel, I have no doubt, is, you know, understanding who you are and what you need to do to be great. Joe Rochella takes a call strike. Got him from the Yankees, and he'll apparently be their starting third baseman. You have a pretty good young shortstop in camp, Marcelo Meyer. I remember talking to Paul Taboni about it uh, in Houston, about how excited they were when he fell to you guys at four. Foul to the backstop. And it seems like now that he's in the fold, he's meeting all of those expectations, if not exceeding them. Yeah, he, he absolutely looks the part. Um, he had a rocket out the other day over on the backfields. Uh, I unfortunately didn't get to see it because I haven't got to see any doing? baseball this spring. <laughs> but word spread, let's put it that way. Uh, and in terms of who he is um, and how he connects with everybody, the presence that he has with his teammates, the respect he carries, that's hard. I mean, he's first, first pro season, really, and he's showing that already. One and two, the count to Urshela with one out and nobody on. No score in the second inning. Nate Baldi delivers home and a swing and a pop-up right side. Elmer Sanchez, the second baseman, there to make the catch. Of course, with the signing of uh, Starry now, that means Kike is basically an outfielder. And how do you feel about uh, the alignment in your outfield? Yeah, I mean, for a guy that, uh, you know, we knew we knew was a good outfielder, but you didn't know exactly what to expect to see him not just play center every day, but really be one of the best mm -hmm. at doing it. Um, he was great. He was great out there. And, and we feel now, you know, especially with Jackie as well, that uh, and Doogie outfield defense is, is going to be a strength of ours. Jeffers, the catcher, takes it outside. Of course, right field of Fenway, maybe the toughest outfield position in all of baseball, but you got the perfect guy. Yeah. I mean, JBJ. Yeah. He obviously, we know. He, he might be, he's certainly in the conversation for the best defensive center fielders this organization has had, and he knows how to play our right field as well. Ground ball to Sanchez, drops it, picks it up, and throws to first for the out of one, two, three. Uh, we know we've got a lot going on here, Hi, but we really appreciate you taking the time to join us, and congratulations, the yeah, Red Sox Nation's energized. Why weren't you wearing the bucket hat in the press conference? <laughs> I almost put it on for you guys. Uh, you know, it is sunny out there. It is. Thanks so much. All right, continued success. After one and a half, no score. The Shaw Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.